What's up, podcast? On today's episode, we have audio from Candy and Commerce, episode two with Ami Armand Moyle. Ami operates at Serial Life on Instagram, a really cool Instagram channel that basically tells you everything you need to know about Serial, including retro stuff, limited edition, and all the latest news on your favorite cereals. It was really great to get to know the story of at Serial Life. Ami has had many viral posts and has a really strong, dedicated fan base. We had a lot of fun on this episode comparing our favorite cereals and discussing the latest releases that you guys need to know about. You're now listening to the Drapeo Audio Experience. Welcome to Candy and Commerce. I'm Drapeo here with Patty Berardi. How's it going, Patty? It's going great. Thanks. Awesome. I'm super excited for today's guest as someone who accidentally recently started a giant cereal collection thanks to TikTok. I thought it's only proper to bring in Cereal Life, and that is led by Ami Armand Moyle, who's created this incredible community of cereal lovers talking about different facts and the latest releases, and I'm, I'm super excited to have you on the show. Thanks, Dre. Thanks, Patty. You guys are, are fantastic. A uh, big fan of YouTube, so uh, it's just great to be here. Awesome. It's awesome to have you. And I mean, to start us off, I'd love to know, how do you exactly begin this, this page that you have? Where does your passion for cereal become kind of this creative journey and building the following you have? I mean, you guys are basically almost at 30,000 followers, which I know takes some time to build. For sure. Uh, I mean, I wish there was like a, a revolutionary story. Uh, I, I started Serial Life before I, I even had the intention of really making it a Instagram account all about cereal. Uh, it was just like a fun name. It's like Drake is champagne poppy. You know what I mean? It's, it was just like, that was what it was. And then I was sitting on the couch and um, I guess you can call it, a, you know, a, a, a co-founder, a partner of mine, uh, Ellie, Ellie Gutman, uh, give him credit. Uh, we were sitting around and, and he's just like, well, why don't we actually do that? Like, why don't we take this to the next level? And I said, I'm only going to do this if we do it hundred percent. So he was like, let's do it. And, uh, from that point, we really collaborated. Uh, Ellie's got a really great, a great photography background. Um, I started taking, uh, a more hands-on role. I think I'm like, uh, I guess like the, the, the serial head, serial, the freak in the relationship. Um, and we just took it to the next level. It was just, uh, you know, um, here we are, right? And we'll get into the nitty gritty, but uh, I think the first thing is to just dive into something. Um, if you can do it, stay consistent, uh, do it a hundred percent and uh, you don't know where it'll take you. What was it about cereal? Not, uh, you know, any other snack or food? What, what, what was it that made you want to do it with cereal? Well, I grew up, uh, both my parents, parents are immigrants. So, you know, had to really grind it out. They were working late nights. And I remember asking what's for dinner some nights and they'd say, make yourself a bowl of cereal. So that's <laughs> where it all began. Uh, it, it, uh, it's, it, I, I love cereal as a kid, I would eat it. Um, it's that nostalgia factor. It's, you know, before when we started, I think a big part of it, what, what we realized very quickly was, um, well, firstly, I don't know if people were doing throwback Thursdays anymore, like two years ago, but I remember it was a big, like four, what well, was sorry. 10 years ago. And, um, I said, well, why don't we do this for snacks? And so every Thursday we'll, we'll we do a post that would be like, you know, remember this one, you know, um, as a kid, do you remember that commercial? And that was like a really big selling point. Um, 
cereal hits that nostalgia factor and and that's uh it's something we all grew up with we all loved as kids we all want as wanted as kids even if our parents wouldn't let us have it and um when you're old enough to buy it yourself you know it turns into dre's basement with uh boxes and boxes of cereal. <laughs> can you talk a bit about those cereals like i always find it interesting comparing the cereals I ate as a child versus the ones I wanted to eat that my parents wouldn't let me eat to what I'm actually eating now. Can you talk a bit about what you were eating and your favorites and that sort of thing? For sure. Um, well, growing up in Canada, firstly, uh, in Toronto, uh, we, we didn't have access to the, like the world of us cereals. That was a big thing. Like when I had family and friends come in from the States, um, my uncle David, he'd always bring in like a box of some crazy cereal. And I was like, no way. And it really got me pumped up. Um, as a kid, I think it was just whatever my mom really brought home or, or things that I saw on like, you know, YTV growing up. Uh, it was like, uh, you know, you'd have your fruit loops with like the blue uh, loop, which is really cool. Um, you know, uh, growing up, uh, cinnamon toast crunch was always awesome. I love French toast crunch. I never really left Canada with little toasts. That was always like one of my favorites growing up. But I don't think that I was exposed, like even before diving into this or to like, you know, uh, years later when I realized that like there were some, there's some crazy things going on in the States. Like there's Halloween crunch that turns your milk green. You know, there's, there's a, there's some like wacky and well, there's cookies and cream, uh, rice krispies that are out right now in the States. So, um, for sure a transition, but still that love, still that love for sure. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, and I'm a lot older than you guys, but the, the fascination in what cereal you would pick would be what toy or treat was in the box. Because I used to put a toy and, you you know, your family would fight over it. And you're supposed to wait till you get to the end of it. But we would like stick our hand down in there and pull it out. And then now they don't do that. It became later on that they might give you like a website code or something. But, you know, cer- cereal has, has changed. And I know for a lot of people, even as adults, we're still drawn to the, you know, the, the new cereals that come out, like, you know, the Tim Hortons did the Timbits and things like that. So how exciting is it when you do get to find a new cereal, somebody sends you and they get to try it? Oh, it's so fun. Uh, it's so fun. Um, especially now we're like in cahoots with, uh, General Mills and Kellogg's and, um, you know, Quaker over at Captain Crunch. And uh, when you get a box in the mail of, uh, you know, a box of cereal or several, you know, set several cereals that haven't released to the public just yet, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's awesome. It, it, you know, I think the, the best part is sharing it with the community, um, sharing the news, you know. Dre, your TikTok account uh, is, is really big on that, you know, um, got to check it out. This is coming up. We posted today um, a post about uh, Space Jam cereal. And, uh, you know, we have now, <laughs> it's funny because uh, sometimes like, I know there's an announcement uh, happening today from like from Apple, but sometimes I compare it. I'm like, you know, did someone snaps a picture of like a chocolate Eggo waffle cereal and it leaks on the internet. And sometimes we're sharing that as, as part of like, you know, this journalist persona that we have. Um, other times, most other times we're getting like official press releases from companies, but it's, it, they come back. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to get, um, cereals 
uh, in advance uh, to share it with our community and to try something new. Can you talk a bit about if what you can think of off the top of your head about some of the upcoming releases? I know one that I'm excited about, and you probably know more than I do, is uh, the 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 cream pie cereal. Those little Debbie cream pies. Mm-hmm. They're making a cereal of it, and I used to love those as a kid. Like That's stuff like sure. that. Super exciting. Is there anything else on your radar that you're like super pumped about? The little Debbies are are pretty big. Um, I there's 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 really a lot that 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 is coming out. Um, but usually we share things just as they come. I'm trying to think what we recently posted. Um, well, we're always digging. I think that if you like that one, there's a uh, a cho- uh, what are those other uh, chocolate things called? There's like another like li- like little Debbie type product that are coming out. Um, I totally slipped my mind, but uh, they're Galaxy Brownie or something like that, um, oh. which are oh, yeah. which are really. Yeah, yeah. So, so someone, someone like leaked a photo of those and, uh, you know, myself and some other serial influencers reached out to like the PR companies associated with, uh, Kellogg's and they're like, oh no, we, we can't tell you about that just yet. You know, it's like some, some stuff is like, you know, a little bit in a gray area. You know, all we have is like someone's bowl of, you know, brownie cereal that we don't know what it is. Um, so there is some speculation there, which is cool. I'm excited for, um, yeah, the little Debbie's for sure. It, it brings me back to like the Twinkie cereal or the Donets cereal that came out recently. It's fun to see cereal companies just go wild, going niche and, um, uh, but definitely stay posted to our page for the latest cereal action and upcoming, uh, cereals. Yeah. I know you have, uh, at least one box of cereal with you that you were kind of mentioning before we got started about kind of started it all. And that's actually one of my favorite American cereals. If you want to just talk about that and yes, this is a cotton candy crunch. And I brought this one, I brought a couple others um, specifically because this one really set us above the rest. And it really, I think it, it was like, like we were talking about a snowball effect. Uh, this one really started it all. Um, still sealed, still closed, but um, close to our hearts. Uh, we spoke about sharing the news and that's really big on social media. And that's what we learned when it comes to this box. Uh, we learned that not only are we, you know, touching people's hearts, showing them nostalgic cereals and candy, but we are, we're, we're informing them of new products and that opened up a relationship with other cereal companies and, uh, and took us there. Uh, I'm also, I don't have my full collection here, but what else we have? Uh, mermaid cereal, which is really cool. Um, it, it just, this is a really fantastic limited box. Um, elf on the shelf cereal. That's right. <laughs> That's a, I'm, I'm just took whatever. And then this one was a big one. This one made a big splash. Uh, Sour Patch Kids cereal, of course, uh, which it's, it's, it's so interesting because it brought like a different flavor profile to, to cereal. Um, and I guess I, I, I don't know why I put this one just maybe because to get the song stuck back in people's heads, but baby shark cereal, <laughs> you know, that's a, Mommy and Daddy shark. that's a classic. So, uh, cereals are fun. Uh, it's, it, it's a fun experience. You know, even if you just pull it out on the weekend, uh, I usually eat them in the evening, believe it or not, but uh, it's, it's definitely fun and it's a joy to uh, be part of the community. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's interesting to see the comparison of the American 
and, and Canadian cereals, because again, they have so many different unique cereals that we don't have access to. I just want to show you some of the ones I got here and see if you've tried them or if you plan on trying them. This one's one of my favorites just because I love the minions. Have you gotten the chance to try the vanilla minion cereal? I actually haven't. We, we shared a photo of it. Um, and and that, that's a cereal that we, we, we kind of got early, early news of. Sometimes we get like early box arc, which is really fun. But mm. uh, minion cereal, I love the movies. The movie type cereal, I haven't got a chance to try it. Um, <laughs> but very cool. By the way, I love this show and tell we're having with cereal. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel left out. I don't have any cereal. <laughs> we're going to have to send Patty cereal. <laughs> sure. We should do this, this is, every week. This is another one that actually lived up to the hype of like the taste was really good. I didn't think that I was like, Oh, it's just a Duncan promo thing. It tastes really good. Like the For smell sure. reminds me of like a, like you walked into a coffee shop. It has that coffee mocha feel to it. I love this. Yeah. I, I do. I agree with that one for sure. Especially like, I love when they try new things, you know, uh, coffee and a cereal. I don't think that's ever existed. Maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, it was super cool. And, uh, you know, when I was, I was a student in, in, in New York city and, uh, and I would go to Dunkin' all the time. So it brings me back there. Have you done the comparison of the, the Dunkin' Tim Horton cereal? I know that uh, as someone who has a lot of Canadian and Americans on TikTok, there's always the Dunkin' versus Tim Hortons battle. Have you done the taste test yet? I haven't. That's a, like a phenomenal idea. Uh, that's, we should, we should do it together. That's actually sounds, that's a terrific idea. Yeah. I'd love to, do you guys, do you guys have TikTok? So I have like a, not officially, like I have a personal TikTok. It's just my name, Ami, and then cereal after it. Um, actually that was the home for will it cereal, which is kind of like a mix on uh, good mythical morning. Um, been a fan of them for, for years. They like will it everything. Yeah. Um, but that's before Instagram reels, uh, started, uh, I was posting, you know, first to TikTok, and it was, you know, will this cereal. And the concept is, uh, take something that isn't cereal, put it in a bowl with milk sometimes and <laughs> ask if it works as cereal. Right. So, uh, there's some awesome ones. I think the most popular one we have is uh, mini Oreos. Like, did you just imagine putting that in a bowl, spill some milk on it, both cereal that's as a kid, when I was at a cereal, I just crack up like big Oreos and just stick it in a bowl, pour some milk over it. So, um, that's one of them, a really great one, honorable mention, uh, Teddy grams. They get soggy really quickly, but killer, like honestly, like phenomenal blew me out of the water. So you guys tried licorice too. I was looking, how did that go? <laughs> yes. So we, <laughs> we tried, <laughs> Yes, we tried, we tried licorice. Uh, it, it was gross. Uh, yeah, I was say. You know, we, we, we take recommendations. So sometimes in the comments, people would be, say, you know, like, try this, try that, try tuna. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> we learned that, you know, for traction purposes, I guess, getting into a more social media, sports or marketing. Um, the gross stuff doesn't do as well as the good stuff. That's what we found. And it actually makes my life a whole lot easier because I don't have to try, you know, like <laughs> yeah. spam cereal, right? So uh, <laughs> um, that, that's the kind of direction we're going. I don't know, maybe we have to get really gross to really figure out if that works. But um, uh, yeah, the, the Twizzler cereal won't happen again. And I noticed too that you you posted a lot about uses of cereal in different ways, like the marshmallows on top of the Lucky Charm marshmallows over a cake and things like that. Um, does that work into your thoughts around marketing, like different purposes of cereal rather than just like 
in a bowl mm -hmm. with milk? Absolutely. From the get-go, uh, we thought that, um, you know, we were always sharing uh, cereal creations. And I think that also sets us apart from other accounts. Uh, not only is it news, not only is it nostalgia, um, but it's also someone making a delicious cupcake um, made with top with like cereal dust or now even uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch released a, 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 a cereal dust. Uh, now um, Lucky Charms released a bag of just marshmallows. So the cereal companies know that it's, it's not limited to like a bowl and some milk, a spoon. Uh, this is stuff that people top cakes with. This is stuff that people um, get super creative with. Uh, we saw there's coming out in the winter, there are fruit loop, like lol, uh, candy canes for Christmas. Right. So it's it, like the, it's the flavor profile. Um, it's the collaborations, yeah, fruit loop pop tarts. Right. So, um, definitely share that creativity and, and, uh, and, uh, big fans of it. What would you say is some things you guys have, I mean, you talked a bit about it, but if maybe we can expand on it in terms of kind of staying, uh, standing out from the crowd, because as we know, there's so much happening on social media. We're almost competing with everything for attention. It's not even the people in our specific niche. It's, it's everything because social media offers such a wide variety of different content. Uh, what do you guys do in terms of, trying to stand out from a competition. I, I would say you're unique in yourself that there aren't many serial pages to begin with, but is there something specific you guys try to do? For sure. Uh, and, and I think you said the word right there, you said niche. And I think it from the get go, our founding principles uh, were just revolved around serial. You know, there are, there's so many I, I, uncountable uh, accounts that post about like all types of uh, snacks, junk food, cereal. We wanted to do it right. We wanted to do it a hundred percent and, and keep that exclusive. So from the, from, from that we were unique, but yeah, I think it's also our culture. Uh, try everything. Sometimes things don't, don't work, but, uh, to share, you know, like I said, throwback posts from the past, um, make people feel a type of way instead of showing them something. Um, emotion if you're starting if you're starting any sort of business or any account uh, you want people to to uh, relate to something in a deeper way so, so you know like i said showing them a nostalgic cereal makes them feel like a kid again um so that's part of it um staying on top of the news game sometimes you have to grind a little sometimes you you gotta you know um go to grocery stores first thing in the morning and and scour the shelves until you get those relationships with you know, Quaker and, and Kellogg's and general mills so they can send you uh, products in advance. Uh, you got to hustle. And, um, you also, I, I would say, um, be observant of your best times to post the hashtags you use, um, um, be consistent on those posts. You don't want to, uh, necessarily like, you know, sometimes like, I don't want to wake up even if it's, you know, like I'm a millennial, like I don't want to wake up at like, not like I'm complaining. I don't want like, you know, 8 30 AM on a Sunday or Saturday to post. Um, but that's the best time to post. So I, I got to, you know, set that alarm. Right. Uh, <laughs> this sounds, sounds so privileged, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not a millennial and I work in TV. We don't like to get up early. Either. We're the morning yeah. show crew. 
Exactly. It was tough. It's hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would say that be consistent, um, uh, hustle, uh, get organized. If, if there's any way to draft up posts, um, and, uh, always learning, learning is the best, uh, track your engagement and, uh, stay with it. Yeah. I think that, you know, it's interesting, even though it's so much fun, it's so easy how quickly it becomes kind of like, it's basically a job, right? Like I know myself, I'm trying to post four or five times a day on TikTok and there's food everywhere where I create my videos. And sometimes yeah. you're like, Oh yeah, I have to eat that. You just had dinner or you just like, you. sometimes you're not need to eat a giant bowl of cereal, even though you take a few bites, but it's, I can imagine it. it, it I, I feel for you when, when you're going through your different transitions and creating, you touched on something that I'd love for you to expand on about the failures and you know, how important it is to push through those because we talk about those successful videos that blew up, but you know, a lot of these videos, you think they're going to do great and they don't do as great sometimes. Can you talk about kind of how you push through those and how you stay motivated to, to keep posting? For sure. Um, I think that you got to separate to a certain extent yourself from the content. Um, so I think you touched on a couple, like, you know, pretty deep things. Um, some of them, when you get 30,000, there is that desire to, um, you know, kind of keep up with the pace that you're going. You think that you have a stronghold on something. Sometimes things don't necessarily work out. Sometimes you get comments that rub you the wrong way. Um, especially when you, you know, look at the feed and you'll get one out of 50 comments is a negative one, but you, you often just remember that negative one, right? You don't remember those 49. Um, this is awesome. Thanks for sharing. You know, you're the best. I love your page. Um, so I think that's all intertwined. You got to Firstly, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta understand that, um, you're on the internet and on the internet, there lives every type of person ever, <laughs> you know, and just because you put something out there and one person doesn't like it, doesn't mean that other people do. And, um, and it doesn't mean anything about you and your worth. Um, so the key I think is, is to, is to always be learning. Like I said, um, don't, oh, the cereal fell down. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, don't take things too personally. That's first. Um, always be learning. Don't get disappointed. Um, every experience is a learning experience. And if you look at it from, from that angle, instead of like a failure, uh, then I think it helps a lot and it helps you reach new heights. I know we have a few minutes left. I just wanted to make sure that we talked a bit about your upcoming clothing line that is getting released. I know you guys are going to be donating hundred percent of proceeds to COVID relief and childhood, childhood hunger. I'd love if you can discuss a bit what inspired this and what people can look forward to. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. We are, we've worked for about over a year on this, but we figured that in our first month, um, we're, we're going to be releasing, you're here, here first, uh, masks and sweatshirts. And from the masks, which we plan on releasing first, we're going to donate 100% of the proceeds to uh, COVID relief uh, and, oh, and or childhood hunger. We're still figuring out the exact charity that we're going to partner with. But uh, it's really fantastic. Um, we want to give back in any way we can. And 
to do that is, is really something special to use our platform for good uh, is really great. And we want to release quality products. So whatever comes out, we stand by, um, they're going to be comfortable. They're going to, you're going to eat cereal with them. You can wear them all day from, from, um, you know, breakfast until bed again. So, uh, if you, uh, please visit, uh, Hopefully when this airs, we'll be live, uh, and, um, support us and support, support good cause. Awesome. And I would totally, I would totally love to get some of those clothing things. I think, uh, mm-hmm. people on my TikTok would love them. I'd like to get a few pieces of clothing and do a giveaway for the people on TikTok because I think that's it's, it's we'd love that. It's nice. We'd yeah. love that. Yeah. Thanks. What would you say? Um, and uh, I know as as companies have evolved their marketing, they're realizing that you know influencers play a big part in driving a product. How difficult is it to get into? those places like general mills and post and, and get in there and say, Hey, we're the person that you should use to, to promote your product. Uh, Patty, you're hundred percent right. Um, there's been like a, you know, real shift in, in marketing. And I think that's because of overload. I think when you, you know, I don't know what the stat is, but driving down the street, you are desensitized to advertisements because you see so many of them. So when you see a familiar face and when you see that trust um, that is built over time from somebody who will, will lay it down as it is, you know, if it's a good product, if it's a bad product, uh, then you're, you're in better shape to sell that. Um, so that's what we try to approach. We don't, we don't necessarily at this time, uh, we've never reached out to anyone for any partnership or collaboration. We've kind of been focused on really going large as far as, as our brand, um, sticking to the quality of the account or the Instagram account. And, um, but we do plan on, on reaching out to, to, uh, different people to collaborate now, uh, more so, uh, different companies like general mills. But, um, I think that as far as the up and coming influencer, keep your head down, focus on your quality and, that will speak volumes. They reached out to us. They love what we did. All three companies. Uh, I think, I believe in, in you all that you can all do the same. Just uh, focus on that quality, figure out what makes it different and pay attention to what works. Absolutely. Such a great point. I think, you know, when you have a good, a good product and you have the following, those brands are going to come looking for you because I mean, it's hard to find that loyalty in a brand. And, and when these brands see that you have this loyal following, they're, they're definitely going to be attracted to you. And I mean, you're a perfect example of that. For sure. You know, the, the, you know, the numbers speak volumes and um, so are you. So are you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, a big fan of you and your account uh, over on TikTok for sure. And uh, love to collaborate. We said it earlier, but just love to collaborate um, going forward. Absolutely. Well, we definitely have to, and I look for, hopefully this, uh, inspires you guys to expand on TikTok too, because you, you guys do amazing things on Instagram. And I think the people on TikTok would absolutely love it. We'll, we'll definitely collab. 